Goodness me. Thanks very much to Jason there for the world's loudest 30 second TikTok introduction video. <laughs> Appended on at the start of the show with zero warning at all. Uh, <laughs> if, if I didn't have pain in my face already from rampaging toothache, I've got pain in my head now from that video. Golly. <laughs> yeah, it's welcome along. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty good, but it was a surprise, that's for sure. So, yeah, there you go. That, that shows you the level of our editorial meetings. I had no idea we had a new 30-second countdown video. Yeah, that's, that's how it worked. I didn't tell you that was more fun. Oh, my God. Well, welcome to Season 2, everybody. If you weren't awake before, you certainly will be now. Uh, as always, my name is Graham. I'll shout out Sports Cars. I'm here with Jason. Jason, how are you doing tonight? Doing fantastic. It was a nice long break. It was a well-needed break, and I'm glad we're at well season two opening day let's do this yeah opening day this week we were super down before on the fact that we still had a lockout and there was no sign of any baseball coming and then we took a few weeks off uh covid hit both of our households and they were in school holiday time and, and whatever else but we're back we're, we've wound ourselves up with the baseball season we decided to come back and it's a joy to have baseball in our lives once again. Uh, the physical form and, of course, the paper-based form from which uh, which we uh, talk about every week on the show. So, yeah, great to be back for season two. We'll hopefully be here every week or almost every week, and certainly as much as we can, covering uh, the world of uh, baseball trading cards. This year should... Uh, that should be quite an interesting one. I think we'll start to see a lot of the, the changes that are going to come with Fanatics' ownership of it. I mean, of course, officially Fanatics take over the license on in 2025. But, of course, late last year, Fanatics bought the top trading card company. Um, so I think we'll start to see their influence across uh, not just baseball, but, yeah, baseball predominantly because I guess that's top's flagship at the moment. So we should see a lot of that coming this year, and uh, I think it will set the tone for what we'll do with uh, NFL and, and basketball and everything else uh, once those licenses come over the next couple of years. And wrestling? So, yeah, sure. And wrestling, and wrestling, of course. Fanatics recently picked up wrestling as well. How could we forget? Wrestling, uh, yeah. Wrestling. <laughs> that, yeah, that one threw me because I, I thought they had the license already, but it turns out that Panini do. Uh because they have the WWE Slam like uh, app, which is a bit like Bunt, so I just assumed that they had the license, but they must have some kind of digital rights and uh, and didn't actually have the, the physical rights. So there you go. I learned something from that pickup as well. Uh, yeah, wrestling cars are pretty popular, man. We can laugh about it, but yeah, they're pretty popular. Uh, yeah, let's get a little bit of admin out of the way. I hinted at it in the opening, but uh, I have rampaging toothache tonight. So if you hear me crying at any point. Uh, it's because the pain in my face has become too much and I have crumbled into a pile of tears and misery. Uh, it's being fixed tomorrow, and quite honestly, I can't wait. Um, so if you're watching live, I wonder why I have a very grumpy face. That's because I'm quite a lot of pain. Uh, but never mind. <laughs> more, more than just my normal face. Yeah, this this is my holy crap, my face hurts face. Uh, but <laughs> we shall that, soldier that, on. resting bitch face, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is resting toothache face. Uh, yeah, we tell like forever telling our kids to brush their teeth, and, and there's nothing worse than toothache. Oh my god, right. <laughs> but anyway, enough about my uh, enough about my face. 
<clears throat> where are we going to start? Because we decided to take a few weeks off because things were, well, I, I guess we were holding pat. Baseball was baseball was a bit stale. There wasn't frightfully much happening in the hobby, and then we decided to take a few weeks off, and then the whole world went bananas. And it was kind of <laughs> uh, it, was, it was pretty funny. We've had some we've had some wild stuff. We're going to cover some of the wild stuff tonight, and we'll cover some more of the wild stuff in the coming weeks as well because we didn't want to take it all in one episode. Why would we do that? Um, However, we're going to start in the traditional fashion with new release baseball. That's usually top of our list. That's what people are excited about. So new release baseball and out just this week or last week, anyway, Wednesday last week, uh, 2022 Tops Inception, one of Mr. Durr's favorites. Uh, <laughs> at least on Bunt. <laughs> at least on Bunt. <laughs> yeah, you can afford it on Bunt, exactly. So um, Inception became a kind of hot button product last year, uh, 2021, because it was the, one of the first products that saw the real big bump in price, um, kind of COVID-related. Um, Tots were having manufacturing issues at the time. Everything up until this point had kind of held pat. Series 1 had come out, and it was its usual kind of $100 hobby box kind of range. And then 2021 Inception came out. And remember, Inception was only one pack of seven cards. And we do get, an auto, like I think, an autograph, of, excuse me, two or three parallels in there, guaranteed in every box. But it is only one box of seven cards, which is kind of rough. Um, and I actually have the numbers here from looking back from my extensive records that I keep. Uh, so in 2019, uh, I was buying Inception at 70 US dollars per box. Uh, in 2020, because I bought a case of it, it was slightly cheaper. It was $66.19 per box. Um, exchange rates in those two years, a bit rough, 120 odds. Um, and then in 2021, the price went from $66.19 to $169.99. So that was what lit the big fires in in, uh, in 2021 about pricing. And then this year, it's up again. Uh, so on uh, Dave and Adams at the moment, um, uh, a box of 2022 Tops Inception will set you back the princely sum of $189.99 for a box of seven cards. So... Price increases, yay! But then, you know, should we be surprised by price increases anymore? Probably not. Uh, things are just going to get more expensive. We just had a 54% bump in our electricity and gas prices here in the UK. On a fixed tariff. Um, so yeah, cost of uh, inflation is way up. Cost of living is going way up. And as always, top baseball cars are on the way up. Uh, are you partaking this year, Jason? In inception, no. No, I don't no. Think. <laughs> I'm still unemployed. I gotta get a job before I can do anything. <laughs> um, no, no. no. I, you know what? I will buy them on foot. No problem. Uh, I'm curious to see. I haven't even seen what they look like. I did see what the the Wander 101 patch cards already been pulled. So, yeah, one of them. Yeah, there'll be more. More. There'll be more than one one of one. For the, <laughs> okay. More, oh my god. More than one wonder, one of one. That's really difficult to say. Um, yeah, well, yeah the, the main one that people were chasing, the the rookie, uh, the RPA, as they call it in the in the game, the rookie patch autograph card. That's so that, that was pulled on the first night and pretty early in the first night as well by uh, uh, Leighton Sports Cards, I think, who were actually going to come on to a little bit later as well. They were involved in another story in the last few weeks. Yes, and um, it seems to drop the value of Inception by like thirty percent because it was pulled. 
It certainly should have done. I mean, 190 bucks. 190 bucks. I don't know if it was more. I just looked this price up before we came on air. Um, it's not a product that nor- that normally does very well for me. So, um, if I'm brutally honest, I haven't been I haven't been checking the price. I didn't see what the price was on release day because I wasn't too interested in it. Um, if people inquire about it, I'll get prices for people, but I don't tend to bring it in. Like high end stuff, four or five boxes of card doesn't do well on breaks. Um, not at the prices they are at the moment. When they were 70 bucks and they were a bit of fun, then people would buy in, but not. At, Get on for two hundred dollars a box. That's wild. You know, that's, Twenty-five dollars per card. It's not really. Yeah, it's, it's savage, man. High-end cards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like you know, like you're not paying that for like a green parallel of shed long or something. You know. I so, might. You never know. <laughs> anything shed long, you're all over it, right? Uh, so yeah, so I never saw the price at release, but yeah, the, so the as you said, the rookie patch auto of of Wonder Franco, the one of one. Uh, got pulled on the first night, and that should have dropped the price because you know he's. It's not just him that's carrying products this year, but he's obviously the big chase this year. And when these big cards come out, then the prices of the uh, price of sealed boxes tends to come down because people know that card's out there. You're not going to be able to pull it from a box. Uh, so yeah, if it has come down and it's still at 190, then that's mad. If it was if it was even higher than that, I mean it's up 20 bucks on what it was last year for. Exactly. It's been the same format since 2019 as well. Seven cards per box, guaranteed autograph, a couple of parallels. Uh, I think in, in the case hit box, you get an extra one, you get an extra relic or something. I think I can't quite remember. But yeah, so from 2019 to 70 bucks to 2022, uh, so in the space of four years, it's gone up to 190. So nearly a three, nearly a 300 percent increase in the space of uh, the space of four years. On top of this, actually, the design this year actually usually it's one of these products that. I mean, it still is. It still is one of these products that people either love it or they hate it. Um, traditionally, I've not been a fan. Um, this year, I actually quite like it. They've taken a kind of uh, geometric approach to the backgrounds uh, of the cards. So, you know, still a kind of embossed-looking players uh, on a coloured background, but then with geometric shapes rather than just random colour splash or, or whatever they were doing before. Um, so it's actually a pretty cool-looking set. I, I actually don't mind it, but... Um, yeah, not at 190 bucks a box, in my opinion. Of course, the one thing that, that annoyed a lot of people on the Wonder 101 was that uh, the autograph was a sticker. It wasn't even an on-card autograph. It was a sticker autograph. That was terrible. Like, if I'm yeah. going to pay $200 a box and I'm going to get a sticker autograph, <clears throat> it might as well just buy Donner's. <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, I mean, that's true, man. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great point, you know, opening, tops opening day, which is $35 a box or whatever, or no, it's more than that now, it's like 70 bucks a box. Um, it's uh, it's sticker autographs. Like even in, in Series 1, you were getting on-card autographs, but then it's not very fair to come, because it's got, because it's got the massive patch in it, right, they, they use a sticker to keep the price where it would need to be, because if it was like a massive three-color patch or four-color patch, I think it was, I think it was part of the badge, and you make that an on-card autograph, then you know that's going to put the price up even more. Plus, you run the risk of the player not returning it, and then you're the, the biggest card in the biggest card in the sets of redemption. You don't really want that. But then, that it's 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 in keeping with Inception from previous years. We've had this conversation before about high-end products having stickers. Um, the the patch autographs in Inception generally are stickers. Um, just the autograph cards, they're on card, but the the ones that have patches as well, they tend to be stickers. So. Yeah, it's what it is. It's 190 a box, but I mean, when that was 70 dollars a box, that's acceptable. You don't mind that, but yeah, like you say, when you have 200 a box, you don't you don't really want to see stickers. I mean, nobody wants to see stickers at the best of time, but you know, you can I can understand you or you can understand why because 
it helps with the pricing of the product. It's easy for a player to sit and sign like a thousand stickers in an hour or a couple hours or whatever than a thousand cards. I've seen I've seen a lot of photos and videos of guys showing them signing those stickers. It's just like why? It's interesting, right? It's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Just sitting in a room with a sheet. The last latest one I saw was Lewis Hamilton, the Formula One driver, um, and talks were getting all excited about it. Oh yeah, here's Lewis Hamilton signing for us again this year. Of course, the, the hundreds of comments underneath the post was, yeah, but you signed stickers. It's like, you know, you're, you're charging $700 a box for Formula One cards right now. And, and the only thing you're going to get in Formula One cards is stickers. Like, there are no one cards. It's all stickers. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, good luck to you. I'm paying that for, for Formula One drivers. But, hey, it shows how it shows how other sport of Formula One is progressing when uh, – you know, again, I could do some research on it. I probably will at some point. Um, F1, I mean, it's a bit like it's a bit like the English Premier League cards that Panini do. We spoke about a little bit last year, how their price went up like six hundred percent. I think at one point when Tops had the Formula Formula One license, they couldn't, couldn't give away F1 cards. Like nobody wanted them. Um, and yeah, now like Tops F1 Chrome is like seven hundred dollars a box. So like three times as much as baseballs. Incredible. <laughs> It wouldn't it be better just to get a base card, go to an F1 event, jump the fence, get into the pit, and get him to sign it. Jump the fence. Why. <laughs> and then why yeah, well, would be cheaper than paying seven hundred dollars a box? Paying seven hundred dollars a box. Yeah, I mean you've got you've got a risk reward. You've, you've got like a risk a risk reward assessment to do that against that plan at some point. I, and uh, I'm not recommending is, anyone doing this, but for seven hundred dollars. <laughs> Hey, you know, for seven hundred dollars, I suppose I could just stalk him and then go to his house and sit in a bush, and then yeah. <laughs> um, I don't follow. Uh, obviously, I'm not a big football fan. Uh, besides World Cup and Euro Cup and uh, F1, I'm yeah, still not really following that one either. Um, but I, I assume they do autograph tours throughout. UK and Europe because I'm just bigger than what I'm used to in the States, you know. Uh, mm. So, you know, he might charge what 100 bucks a pop for an autograph again, a base card and autograph. Well, it seems, yeah, I mean, I mean, you can go to races, and obviously, as part of the festivities, they have the drivers there signing stuff. I don't think you can take stuff to be signed, like, like they'll sit with like posters, and you, know, you often see it. And um, if you're not a big F1 fan, but you're sort of interested in it, and you you like you you maybe like to learn more about it, I can highly recommend Drive to Survive, the um, the Netflix show. Like, but start from season one. Don't try and jump in it from the later season. Season one, I think, is probably the best season they've got. They've turned it in a bit more of a soap opera now, but never mind. We won't get to that. Um, yeah, so watch Drive to Survive because you see all the behind the scenes stuff, and it's actually quite interesting. But yeah, like they're sort of sitting with stacks of posters, and they'll sit and sign the posters, and the posters get handed out. But I don't think you can like take your own stuff along. Like, so you can just rock up with a base card and be like, "Yo, bro, go and sign this for me," and they would sign it. Um, if you were a kid and you had good access, you got a higher chance of doing it. But um, but yeah, I mean. You pay your money, you take your chance at 700 bucks. <laughs> I've got a connection. I, I'm, I don't know if it's an F1 connection, but I got a racing connection. So I might you got a race. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. We'll let you talk about that at some point. Yeah. Hey, no. listen, you, you've got three races in the US next year, man. It's huge. It's getting big. It's getting real big in the States. Uh, yeah, well, Media, got, the company that took it over, they've done a good job with it. I've got a big name. I got a big name in racing. Oh, okay. Yes. We'll, we'll uh, talk about that on there. Yeah, uh, I think you've I think you've mentioned it before. It's rattling yes. around my head, but anyway. Uh, 
So yeah, three F one really. Come on, we got from inception to Formula One racing. That's <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> Opening day, we're talking about baseball. We're in F one, right? Yeah, we're, and we're already before we've already buggered off on a tangent. We're already talking about F one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, three races in F one in, in the states next year. That is Miami and Vegas. So that should be pretty fun. It should be a party if nothing else next year. Uh, so yeah, well done to Tops for their Formula One cards and the fact they went from fifty bucks a box to seven hundred dollars a box. There you go. <laughs> Again, as much as we talk about price rises in in baseball cards, uh, all things considered, it's they're still one of the better value, uh, better value sports in the hobby. Uh, so unless you're counting lacrosse cards, uh, <laughs> that was the same. I was thinking, volleyball, but lacrosse, <laughs> like, volleyball. You know? Yeah, man, I'm in everything. Don't, don't mind me. <laughs> I'm waiting for pickleball cards. I'm all over this. I'm oh, you're all about the pickleball. Oh my god. <laughs> it's um, is is your is your tic, is your TikTok timeline a bit like mine, where it keeps showing you? No, it's either called. I don't think it's called paddle because that would be too simplistic. I it think is it's paddle. A European I played paddle. Oh, I thought I was going to call it Padel because I figured it was it was called Padel. Is it not? Is it just called Paddle? It's paddle. Or are you just being American about it? No. So I, I learned from a Swedish. <laughs> I went with a Swedish guy who showed me Paddle, and there's there's actually three courts in Edinburgh. So I, I played. Is there? Uh, is it a lot of fun? Um, it's mm. really interesting there, it, but it's a lot like pickleball, but faster speed. And uh, uh, funny enough, I was supposed to play with Nick Clark sometime. We, we have an ongoing scene where we go play this. Nick Clark plays Paddle. Yep, he's played before. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> It's a lot of fun. Dude, it looks ace. It looks like it's like it's it's sort of a pickleball squash tennis hybrid, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they need they need they need paddle cards because that looks yeah, the highlights you see on TikTok, man. It looks looks like a lot of fun. It's crazy because they'll leave the the area like it's so if you Yeah, they're running out of the court or not. Like a (laughs) enclosed tennis court. And yeah. there's actually like doors. So if the ball leaves the area, you could actually go out that door and rally the ball back across. It's awesome. Yeah, man. It's like, it's like dudes like making shots from the crowd and stuff. It's like, right, yeah. come on. That's nuts. Anyway, yeah. So let's look out for Major League Paddle cards. Is it really called Paddle? It's called Paddle. Oh, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed it's not called Paddle. My Swedish friend who plays a lot, and they're funny enough, it's huge in Sweden. Like they're built, they publish it. Okay. Like yeah. Lisa's hometown. And he calls it paddle. Paul Shipping has, calls it paddle. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'll, I'll bow to their knowledge then and call it because it's spelled P A D E L, which is P-A-L, why I forget yeah. it, was, it was paddle. But yeah. All right. I'm on the lookout for a paddle card. So if uh, if tops pick, if fanatics pick up that license, I'm all over it, man. All that, over looks it, like a, that looks like a fun game. I'm looking forward to your rookie card for pickleball as well. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Well, that was Top's inception, and we, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we got out there as we as we like to do. <laughs> Meandered all over the place as as usual. So. <laughs> as usual, yeah, right. I need to find a slick way to link it to the next item. So I mentioned latent sports cards about an hour ago. Before we go, right to latent, okay. <laughs> before we go, right. So. um if you're watching live, don't remember you can comment, and we're there. So we're live on oh. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. So you throw a comment up there, we can respond back. We can put it up on here. So you know, there's quite a few of you watching tonight. That's great. You know, got anything to say? Jump in the comments. Yeah, it'd be good to know actually because uh, yeah, I think it's been like six weeks since we did a show or something like that, and there's been a lot happening in the last six weeks. So um, yeah, let us know what your favorite thing is, or perhaps least favorite thing that's happened in the hobby in the last six weeks, and 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 yeah, we'll 
we'll give our nonsensical opinion about it. <laughs> we'll go riff 20 minutes on it like we did with Pat. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we'll actually talk about your comment for like 30 seconds and then we'll diverge off into, uh, into something else, something completely unrelated because that's what we like to do. <laughs> so yeah, Leighton Sports Card, we mentioned them. I mentioned them previously. We mentioned them again. So not strictly speaking a baseball thing, but, you know, a hobby thing. Uh, so they teamed up with another breaker uh, whose name was Blaze, I believe. Blaze, Blaze, Blaze. Blaze, Blaze, here we go. Paddle, Padel, who knows? Um, to open a whole bunch of Panini Flawless Basketball, I believe. Was it basketball? 18, it was basketball. Flawless Basketball. Yeah, so they called it the world's most expensive break, or the world's highest value break. Oh, so why didn't I do it? I did it. I've been sitting reading about this for the last 20 minutes and I can't remember anything about it. I can't remember the official title they gave it. Anyway, the million dollar break. The million dollar break, that's right. Uh, In total, all the spots went for $1.2 million, which is crazy. Um, And it was a collaboration between Blaze Sports or Blaze Sports or whatever. Um, And Leighton's, who a lot of people in the UK especially are familiar with because um they're based in florida a lot of people go to florida and they also they have pretty good prices and stuff and they ship to the uk for free so a lot of people in the uk community very familiar with latent sports cards um so yeah so these two dudes teamed up to open a ton of uh uh to open 1.2 million dollars worth um of pretty flawless and it was up there with Backyard Breakers for the biggest cringe fest of 2022. <laughs> In fact, it probably will be the biggest cringe fest of 2022 because Backyard Breakers was last year. Uh, yeah, so sitting there, sitting in the room together, they streamed it all live, of course, and for seemingly no good reason, decided to include two very bored-looking, semi-clothed ladies because they thought that would add to the enjoyment. And that did not go down well for Hobby. No. Not one bit. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if, if... Right, if so some, co- some context. <laughs> right, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, right. So let, let's... Okay, but... but uh, let, let's give a little... We'll give a little bit of context first, right? So you and I are both dads, and we're both dads to two girls, okay? So... We're, we're going to be, so so we're going to have our opinions on this regardless, um, but for a start, it's 2022 and you can't really get away with that shit anymore. Like everywhere is trying to be more progressive, uh, unless oh no, I'm not going to I'm not going to go down there. Um, yeah, everything's trying to be more progressive. The hobby is becoming bigger and bigger. It's trying to become more inclusive. We're trying to get kids back involved in it. We've got some fantastic female collectors here in the UK. I know of plenty others in the states as well, and. An event like that, um, it could have like like the the product itself and the hype around the event or the amount of chat that was going on around the event at the time was more than enough to carry it. Did it need the addition of two scantily clad young ladies who were just who didn't do anything other than stand there uh, looking so ever progressively bored? Like didn't even do a good like you know. The, like companies hire promotional girls. I get it. Okay. Like I worked in, I worked in the trade show industry in the, the late nineties, early two thousands. Right. And, and most, most stands in our industry had some kind of, of 
promotional girl there, right? I get it. I, I understand the marketing behind it. I'm not a moron. But it was it it just seemed an incredibly bad taste. It was actually quite refreshing to see the reaction that most of the hobby had because as much as you know we we are obviously dynamic young hip trendy guys right look at you holy crap we're opening the shows with tiktoks i can't believe it oh my how we've changed where's my seltzer i've lost it. oh my god uh, <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah to to, to have to, to to take things back like 15 years to feel the need to include a couple of uh, bits of eye candy, I think is, is uh, kind of sucks. And it is refreshing to see the way the hobby, came, like you say, the hobby very much seemed to come out against it because it, it does have the reputation of being perhaps the older, uh, the older gentleman who, who enjoys this hobby, right? And, and perhaps the idea of a couple of attractive young ladies standing around with not very many clothes on um would would further their enjoyment of the event but it doesn't seem like that was the case for the vast majority of comments that we've seen certainly no it, it went down like a lead balloon um it, it put off a lot of women collectors again i had taken a break we'd taken a long break from social media and i've kind of stayed away from stuff and kind of dipped in and out only to wake up to see i'm all about the, the women on twitter banding together and going, look, this isn't cool. Obviously, there was a lot of men say, supporting them and saying, we really didn't need that. I mean, it was a million-dollar break. Like, the action is on the webcam, focused on the cards. And if yeah, it's about the cards, yeah. Yeah, you know, if your chat can't carry it on a million-dollar break where you're trying to pull the little ball cards, you know, that's really sad. <laughs> like, I mean, if, if I, because we'll, we'll bring this up later, there was another break, and you know what? It didn't, you know, the celebrity who opened these things was super cool, but uh, you know, you got to open a box of uh, eighty-six uh, tops basketball cards or eighty-six Fleer basketball cards. That's the deal. Like I said, you, you know, you're focused on the product there. You, you really didn't need to do that, and uh, uh, it's just sad. And you know, it's it's, it's, oh, it's so perfect. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly uh, right. It's the best way to put it. Is it's sad. Yeah, it's sad that they felt that had to be part of the event. And, you know, we're surprised that, you know, Leighton's agreed to sign off on this. You know, they, they, they're they part of the break. I don't know if it was Blaze or Blez, if, if they were doing it. But, you know, they, they would have known about it. And how would you say, yeah, it's a good idea. Nah, I would, I would yeah, have asked exactly, your yeah. wife first and go, we're thinking about getting some girls to have some attractive eye candy. And she would have said, God, no. What are you thinking? And they would have put yeah. some logic in his head and go, okay, maybe this is not the greatest idea. Yeah, yeah, take so. take the temperature of the room, right? Like, I, like maybe it, maybe it was a surprise. So late, Leighton's after it, twenty fourth of March, um, released a statement. The statement reads: uh, Leighton Sports Cards respects that there are many different kinds of breakers. We have a long standing tradition of being a family of being family friendly, and we remain true to those principles. That said, please recognize that tonight's break, in collaboration with another breaker, is not a typical break for us. There are many people and sponsors involved. Oftentimes, models are hired in the hobby for different purposes. However, it is not a practice of latent sports cars to use models in a way that objectifies them. This can be seen in our 10 years worth of videos. We pride ourselves in being leaders in the industry when it comes to inclusivity. We regret that tonight's event in Las Vegas does not represent the principles that we strive to uphold. That was their statement. Yep. 
I'm, yeah. like, like I'm, I'm, like I'm on board with what they're saying, right? Because yeah, he's exactly right. Go look at ten years worth of videos. Like Leighton's breaks are like, for want of a better, for, like I'm, I'm over dramatizing it for comedic effect, but they're basically a sweaty dude in the back room of a warehouse opening cards. It's not sexy. Like you're, like you're not. You're, you're gaining like zero arousal from this. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, like, like, oh, this two hundred dollar tops inception is really doing it for me. <laughs> right, that, that's just not happening, right? <clears throat> now we know of we know of one at least one. Um, I can't think of a good way of putting it without sounding like. So we know of one break, one female breaker, uh, and I, I'm sure there's plenty more, right? But but you and I are aware of one. I would name check her because she's pretty funny, but I can't remember who she is. The, the last on Instagram, um, and she's, she's sort of play, like she plays up to her to her feminine charms a little bit, but in a slightly more demure way, I think would be the safest way of putting it. Uh, you and I, uh, you, I, I've had, we've had discussions about this particular aspect of the hobby um, and the fact that there would appear to be, oh, that's a terrible expression. There, there's, a, there's a gap in the market that I think could be filled, but like there, as much as we deride it, I think there, there, there is a market for, something a bit more like that now whether that's right wrong or indifferent that's that's for that's for people to other people to to say that that she's she's right or she's wrong with what she's doing uh she gets a lot of hate from men like we've seen that going oh you don't know anything about the, the hobby or you don't know anything about the stuff that you're breaking you're just trying to get money on the internet and it's like well she's trying to get money on the internet it's just hustling so what she knows the tools to use to get people to buy in her breaks but the bottom line is she knows the product and she's a collector and she's into it. She's not just doing it because she's not just jumping on the whole break bandwagon and being like, Oh, I'm quite an attractive, like early twenties or mid twenties. I think she is a girl with like a decent figure and stuff. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take money from all these card collectors without knowing anything about it. Like she's genuinely into the hobby. She genuinely knows what she's talking about. Uh, and I think the, the level of hate that she gets is terrible. So, you know, <clears throat> it's a it's it's a complicated thing because then you, you know you but you know you, you're sort of I'm sort of praising her for for using the tools that she has to to attract a certain audience, right? And she's doing it and she's doing it well by all accounts. And yet this is completely different because this is about objectification and uh, and it feels very and, and again, Rich Layton from his statement is exactly right. Uh, where he says that, you know, there are often, again, oftentimes models are hired in the hobby for different purposes. Absolutely, that's true. I bet, hopefully, if you and I still get to the National, um, I'm sure we're going to walk around booths from various people and we're, or we're going to see promotional girls, you know, with, with, with company tops on and whatever else. It's it's part and parcel of the hobby, right? Like I say, it's it's probably 95%. Oh, maybe, am I stretching at 95% male, do you reckon? Maybe not. You know, so I, I did a quite deep dive on Twitter, and that's just the Twitter accounts there. And yeah, I'd say probably ninety five percent there. That the, you know, there was there is now. Uh, if you're on Twitter, there is uh, a women's Twitter card uh, list of group of together, and there's a group of that which is fantastic, which they all collaborated together and put together. And I threw out a couple of names that uh, of 
our friends over here to add to the list there. So I, I, I should go check in to see how they're doing there. I had uh, our friend Donna, who's been on the show, and had yeah. quite a long conversation with Donna about that. And uh, just to kind of get her idea of what was going on. And, and you know, she gave me her thoughts on what the statement was. And, and I'll just leave it at that. And she, if you're interested, you can ask her. But yeah, so, um, so it was a list of breaks is the breaker on instagram there and, oh, that's and, right yeah and you know you're absolutely right because this is her choice she chose to do it there and she is super knowledgeable she put a lot of men to shame and uh i've seen quite <laughs> a few uh instagram uh, accounts that i, that I quite find quite respectful the hobby say look she's doing her thing if it's not for you it's not for you but you can't say she's trying she's trying to take advantage of you she knows her shit yeah so, you know, it's, it's not like some random breaker that, you know, maybe does NFL and they're trying to get into baseball and they're trying to figure out guys' names. Nope. She knows their names and she knows what's hot and you can't blame her for that. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I mean, good luck to her, uh, quite honestly, uh, to, to take a step like this into what is a very, very, very exceptionally male-dominated industry. Difficult. And she's, you know, she's obviously seeing that with some of the some of the blowback she's getting on on Instagram, which is almost entirely unwarranted. So I completely respect her and, and good luck to her for it. Um, yeah, but she. I wish there was more. Like I said, the, the, there's always talk about how much the <clears throat> excuse me the the hobby's expanding and 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 everything else, but. Uh, yeah, to really expand, we need to be getting more. We need to get more kids back in the hobby, and of course, price. A lot of that comes down to price of product and how easy it is to get uh, to find products in stores and those kind of things. Um, and yeah, we need to see more. You know, we need to see more more women in the hobby as well. So uh, it's interesting that you you see about the price point thing. So I follow a couple card shops in the state that carry junk junk era stuff, and because I'm always looking for a good cheap box to open and get over <laughs> in this way, and, and it was surprising because one of the shops I followed actually got broken into, and it was a, the third break in this year, and people are going in and stealing you know boxes of cards because they're not cheap. And, and you know it's it's one of those things there that's it's gotten to the point, and I was looking at the comments there. And I was surprised at how many other dealers said, this has happened to me. This has happened to me. I'm you know, sorry to hear that because it's gotten so expensive. People go, well, screw it. I'm just going to go and back my truck into the window and load up as much stuff as I can and then drive off. And get out of there, yeah. I mean, uh, are we surprised? If people are pulling guns on people in Target car parts for, for Pokemon cars, are we surprised? But, I mean, uh, yeah, it's terrible. Uh, that's funny. I, I read a couple. Of, I didn't realize it was quite so rife, but... Uh, I saw a couple of threads, I think, on Facebook of uh, uh, car stores that got broken into as well. Um, yeah, like you say, it's just with the values of everything going up. But uh, yeah, people are people are still wanting like a hundred bucks for their Kevin Mass rookie cards and that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you, you got to know your Facebook you... marketplace. You never know. <laughs> oh, dude, I know, right? Uh, yeah, you got to you got to know. You still got to know your market. You got to know what you're going to steal, but. Uh, yeah, I kind of, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty bad risk you have to take as a, as a store owner these days. Uh, but yeah, I suppose when the value of any product goes up, you got to make sure you're taking care of your stuff. But and the thing is, is even if you steal it, you got to flip it. <laughs> and it said, you know, they're going to be looking yeah. for all this stuff in the area there, so it's really easy to do a search to go, what's within fifty miles of my house? Okay, <laughs> I can find that stuff. 
you know, it's, you know, you gotta find a buyer for it, or at least go spend the rest of the day ripping it open and then find your cards and put them on eBay. Then I mean, well, yeah, uh, that's the it. that's the interesting thing. It's like, do you sit and rip it all over, or do you, or do you flip the sealed boxes? Well, that's the uh, that's the sixty four thousand dollar question, or the one point two million dollar question, I guess, if you're opening Panini flawless, but. <laughs> I've been opening some stuff recently, actually, but it's not. It is tops, but it's not baseball. So I don't know how much you want to talk about it. But, yeah, uh, go because, for it. We can talk about no, that. No, no, no. Well, so I'm not going to throw surprise stuff in. I'm not going to throw surprise stuff in the running order tonight, but I'll save it for that. My favorite product, my favorite product of the year so far, which is uh, the SPFL cards, the Scottish football card. Ah, uh, yeah, tops man. chrome card. Oh, so good. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that was the big drama around. Uh, uh, around breaking recently, it seems it's, it seems we're almost guaranteed a good breaker story kind of every six months. So it feels like uh, with people either backhanding cards off a camera so they can keep them, or just flat out deciding not to give the cards away like they said they would. Uh, yeah, it seems that breaking is a pretty regular source of uh, pretty regular source of inform information uh, or, or or stories anyway. Let's not say information. Uh, including uh, including something going down in the UK just now, which we'll probably talk about in future weeks. Uh, oh, I forgot the, about that one. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, because the story hasn't finished yet. So once we once we find out the, the conclusion, but there's uh, to that story of a UK based breaker, then we'll we'll bring that to you as well. But while it's still a an evolving situation, it's probably not a good idea to talk about it yet. So we'll move swiftly on from there. Yeah, yeah. So thanks to uh, Blaze Sports. Let's blame them because Leighton's have never done it. Uh, for attempting to sex up the card industry and completely falling flat on their face, and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we can move on from from events such as that. So I was just glad you you didn't suggest that we sex up the the national because uh, you know. It's... <laughs> oh, no. um, hey, listen, if we're going to be there in kilts, it's going to be quite sexy. You know, thank you. Uh, I better start shaving my legs now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm glad you said legs. Uh, also, this is uh, this is an editorial note, but um, have you seen the price of flights at the moment? Because holy shit, with the fuel price being what it is, like the price of flights is getting a bit scary. But uh, yeah, if you're planning to go to the national, I know a few people in the UK where I've been talking about it. Um, yeah, get looking around because with uh, uh, current events, let's put it this way, uh, in Europe, um, the fuel price is obviously hitting us pretty hard in the UK here at the pumps, and that has a knock-on effect on the jet fuel price. So, yeah, uh, price of flights is getting a little bit scary. So, yeah, do your planning now if you haven't already done so. So we're going by cruise ship. Is that how we're going to cross? We could be swimming, quite honestly. If, we're going, if, if we go at all, we could be swimming, or we might have to drive it. I'm not too sure how you would drive it, but... We could try. Can you get a ferry from like the south of Spain to the Azores or something? I don't know. So that was to say that there is a point between Russia and Alaska that's only ten miles wide and is frozen. Oh yeah, in the yeah. So cool. you know, let's uh, go. Let, yeah, road trip through Russia right now. That's a great plan. I'm down. I'm down for that. I, I knew you'd be into that part. <laughs> Yeah, it's the closest way we can do it, although it's a it's a heck of a road trip. Yeah. How, I just I just read a thing. I must have been on TikTok because all I do is just on TikTok. It feels like these days. But yeah, I I, I learned well, didn't learn that. I kind of knew it, but it was brought back to my attention just in the last like week or so as well. I must have seen the same thing you did um, about the fact that yeah, they're only ten miles apart. And, yeah, so they tried to walk it and got arrested. <laughs> Yeah, do. done that. yeah, because yeah, the, the, the like the Russians were waiting for him. We're like, mm, 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 get out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. 
All right, we spent way too much time on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it, but it feels like it wasn't. It feels like it was too long of a story for unless somebody was just like, oh, follow for part two or whatever crap they do. Who it knows? must have been. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I'll say it was. I'll say I read it on the Guardian, and people will think I'm clever. All right. You people don't think Guardian. I'm clever. I read the Guardian. There you go. Guardian other, yeah, Guardian and TikTok. I know, man. That is that is an equilibrium right there. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's talk about Project Seventy, the project that will never die. Um, so it's still taking along. So uh, <laughs> the latest car that shipped out that I've noticed is card nine hundred one. So we're at nine thirty five. Is there? So we only have or nine thirty six. So there's only thirty five more cards to go. Of course, tops shoved it down our throats the last couple of weeks there. So who knows how long till we get those out there? And then we get to start the process of when do I get my print? Wow, are we gonna get the prints right away. <laughs> we got so if you purchase all twenty of the artist cards through tops, you are eligible for that. So if you or if you all today, eight of action bronzes. Or all eight action Bronsons, or all I think nine of Blue the Great. That wasn't nine so great. Blue the Great. Was, yeah, it wasn't so great. Blue the uh, mediocre. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and yeah, so if you purchase all the artist uh, cards, you're supposed to get a print, and everyone's getting really antsy because uh, Tops is about a month late on these already, which was no oh, surprise after Project 2020, and they were like well, when the car is shipping but of course with uh everything coming out for opening day and all the new releases they took priority over the project 20 cards despite the fact there's only like 600 of each card coming out anyways they're still delayed by a month and it, the community is very like what the hell like how <laughs> what's going on tops and uh and the, a few of the veterans are like did you not expect this <laughs> like did you not survive <laughs> project 2020 when things were three months late, you know, what were you expecting here? So, but so there I, has been, go ahead. No, 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 please, please. But there has been one development during this time. And there's a guy out there buying the Alex Pardee Mookie Betts card. And he had oh. probably secretly buying, I would probably guess, 100 of them. Now, the print run is about 4,800 of the Mookie Betts card. And he's been buying them up above cost. So I know he's paid at least $100 for at least one. And the best part about it, he's turning them into pogs. <laughs> so Don't call them pogs. Don't call them pogs. <laughs> I know he says that. So, yes. So what he's doing is he's cutting holes out of them. I, I sent Graham the video. So if you go to his Twitter account, which is PartyBets, uh, at party bets uh it will show him of him and how, how he actually he gets the little token out of uh, the little bat guy there and he hammers it down and then he puts it into a nice little display case and he's got little stickers for it and he's selling those for a dollar each <laughs> plus shipping he was he was selling them for 66 dollars and 66 cents and people were buying them yeah so he was doing that yeah so he sold quite a few of those and he's giving away if you're if you're if you have your card listed at a certain price, I can't know what the price is. I think it's maybe a hundred dollars now. He will send you one for free, and not only that, he's got a reward for if you can find the one on one, which hasn't popped up yet. Uh, if you list it on eBay for a million dollars, after three months, he'll give you like I think it's like five cards. After six months, he'll give you uh, an artist proof, and after a year, he'll give you a foil card <laughs> just to make this card go. And it's absolutely just driving the driving the price up you can't find an alex party bookie bets for under hundred dollars at the moment right now and 
they, they just get snapped up, which is really, really funny. So there, there's one guy who is absolutely driving the market on, on all Alex party cards. He mentioned Cal Ripken. Those cards went from $15 each to 40. I don't even know where they're at now. Uh, I was, I, he mentioned Dave Parker cards. I was like, Oh, I need to get a few of those. Those went up to 40. <laughs> so it just the mere, mere threat of him going to buy them. And, and he, He's looking at buying and in bulk. Like he he goes, all right. Well, I think his latest one he looked at was it was one of Andrew Thiel's card. He goes, well, you could buy forty Andrew Thiel cards at like a hundred or for over four thousand dollars, and then control the market and decide what you want to set your price at. <laughs> and people are just jumping. It's it's absolutely wild. The thing is, right? I've given this a lot of thought since I was exceptionally critical of this gentleman about 24 hours ago. <clears throat> so having read a little bit about it, so he's sort of treating it like a burn on crypto. So by reducing the amount that's available, you inflate the price of the stuff that's left. Okay. I understand that because I understand how capitalism works. But what I'm not... so. What's confusing me, right, is so he said he was going to do 100. I think he's done the 100 now. Um, two things, right? You could buy the cards and just keep them in your in your house. not doing anything with them, and you have the same effect because you remove them from the potential, like you remove them from the market. Um, I don't really – I understand the artistic intention, shall we say, of punching the little Mookie Betts bat dude out of every, out of every card, like because it's like quite a cool feature of the card. And I suppose if you're going to punch a hole in a card, then you would probably do that because it, like the little bat dude is actually quite cool. It's, it's a very cool part of the design. Um, so despite the fact that Party was one of the the highest, well, the highest by, by, by far. Yeah, the like, highest. It, it, yeah, okay, I, by far. I, I think he he sold thirty percent of cards compared to all the rest of the artists. Like a like whole total, run, total wow, run. Okay. Like he was his cards were thirty percent of the all sales there. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm leafing through his cards trying to find it at the minute, but it doesn't really matter. So, but to to remove a hundred from a pool of just under five thousand and to have this level of impact, I find I find very interesting from a statistical point of view or from a mathematical point of view because we're removing a hundred from a print run of five thousand. You're not really doing too much damage. Like so, so, some of these cards had print runs in the four hundred, didn't they? Yeah, so that was the a hundred of them. <laughs> it was it was uh jacob rochester's um rapper card that was like 47 yeah yeah so oh, there we go so mookie bets by pardee according to beckett.com at a print run of 4965 mm -hmm. so by removing 100 of those there's still 4865 of those and i would pro i would bet that <clears throat> it's only going to be it's probably only going to be other bets cards and then like some of the other big names i've got higher print runs than that so you're you're not really you know, you're not, it's not like you're taking something that had a like if, if if all the cards were within the space of 250 for total print runs, right? Or if Tops only released say a thousand of every card, then you buy up a hundred of that card and remove it from the marketplace. So there's only 900 left. Then you're setting the pace, right? Like I get it, but to do, and I understand the attraction of Pardee and the fact that it's his lowest print run card, but it's still a 5,000 print run card. And like you say, in a project that didn't sell very many overall. So for it to be having the kind of impact that, that, that you're saying it has, and it certainly appears like it's having, 
Um, that's the whole part of this that, that's mystifying me. And secondly, it's pissing me off that he's damaging, like he's damaging the car. It's not, not because, not because I'm, I'm protective of the fact that oh, the cardboard is sacrosanct and it, it should be kept in pristine condition and whatever else. You know, I, I enjoy our. our a battered 1950s baseball car as much as the next guy. It just pisses me off that he's doing it on purpose. <laughs> I, 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 I honestly can't, and I can't think why. I don't know why it's it's upset me so much. But when I saw, maybe it's the way he's doing it because he's just got like a, a, what looks like a flipping like a little scone car, basically made out made out of metal, and he's sitting on like a 1970s rug. With a bit of metal underneath, bashing the fuck out of this thing to try and punch it through this car, and there's there's something completely gangster about the whole thing that I'm not on board with, and I can't think why. But it's, it's it, it pissed me off entirely last night when 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 you laid the full thing out for me, and I went and looked at it a little bit myself. I don't know why it's offended me so much, but uh, yeah, I am fully not on board with this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're looking at because you, you're not collecting the card. So there, obviously, it's it's, it's uh, Alex Party. It's the most popular set, and most people bought the set. Now, I pre-sold a lot of cards. If you didn't know, I know you knew, but you know, if you're watching, yeah. you didn't know. I sold quite a few uh, pre-sale cards, and people are going back and buying stuff because they're coming out so fast and furious. And at that point in time. Uh, Mookie bets had been a bit overdone. I think there was like five Mookies one week. I remember moaning about it was Mookie bets week, you know, and bets um, week, yeah. and and people were like, okay, well, I'll just go pick this up later because nobody wants this card. Well, I, I like the card. I bought the AP. I think it's great. I <laughs> I, I think it's his best card, uh, minus Dave Parker, and uh, so I was all in on this, <laughs> but. I think people are like, well, I'll just pick it up later. I mean, I, I've got probably about, oh, I hate to say, like 60 to 80 cards I want, but there's probably 60 to 80 cards I want. <laughs> but that's, that's, not, that's not even 10% of the 10% of the project, so it's not yeah. it's not horrific overall. But, you know, everyone's kind of going, okay, I, I, I but I want that party set because I like the cards. And mm. everyone thought, I'll just pick it up later. It won't be a big deal because they're all going for under retail. Nope, not the case. Everything that came out, the second half of the project is going for retail or above, and it's holding its value. Uh, it, it's been a really interesting to watch. I've taken a step back from it because I guess I'm lucky. I've already bought the cards. I don't have to worry about these. Um, and I, I'm I'm just watching him cause the chaos, and I'm enjoying the chaos of him driving the market up. And, you know, in a year's time, <clears throat> it might be back down again, but, you know, it just reminds me a lot of... Uh, Project 2020 and those first, you know, 60 cards, and then value shot in the moon. Those Ben Baller cards that went to the moon, and then then the Ichiro JK5 that that I bought into and was so excited because I figured I was going to retire on this card, and now it's basic. Now it's worth as much as flipping rubles. Uh, (laughs) It's going for thirty dollars. There you go, thirty dollars. It was. It was over a grand at its peak. I remember I nearly shipped it for 700 quid and I couldn't quite get to a deal with somebody. Um, yeah, so there you go. There, there's there's my woe is me tale from Project 2020. So the best part of that, because there was two cards you bought. You bought the Derek Jr. King, King Saladin card. With Saladin, and you bought, yeah. You your, and you bought the five pack. You can go out there mm. right now and buy two of those Jr. cards 
for fifteen dollars. That's mad, right? It's <laughs> there, so crazy. Because uh, uh, I need to go buy one, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go pick that one up again because I sold mine, uh, and uh, it was just like, wow, I can pick up two for, for the price yeah. for fifteen dollars plus shipping. For the so for the sake for the sake of full disclosure, I bought both of those cars because I really liked them, not because yeah. I thought they were going to go to the moon. Um, it was just fun when they did. It was fun for that two weeks where, where they went absolutely mental and then mental. Yes, yeah. That was yeah. because I remember, I remember you telling me the project. I think it was it was the McGuire Manningly, whatever came first in Key Shore, and then and same thing again. I had the I mm. bought the Tony Gwynn grotesque and the Ricky Henderson um, Matt Taylor card, and those were and we were watching going, God, who's paying twenty dollars a card? <laughs> and then it went to the moon, and and yeah, a lot of people were talk, <laughs> talking about how you know they sold their Key Shore Mark McGuire for over a thousand dollars. You know, yeah, <laughs> and I have to admit, I got sucked into that whole drama too. I, I paid a uh, hundred dollars for my old man Alan Sandy Koufax card, which you can currently oh, pick up for wow. twenty dollars. Okay. And to, to double down on that, I sent it to old man Alan to get autographed for two hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, so, well, so, hey, uh, listen, listen, some shall win, some shall lose, right? This is this is. Our tales of war are fantastic, uh, crucible for what the, the hobby is all about, right? Exactly. So yeah, so so yeah. I, I I've enjoyed the chaos because again I kind of figured it was something you actually had mentioned and said, you know what, I like the cards. I don't mind paying retail value or or a little bit more later down the line to pick mm. them up. And that's kind of the approach I'm taking now. Like I don't need it. So, more yeah, the, yeah. The, the FOMO's kicked in big time the hobby because I don't think there's been anything out. So everyone's kind of like, Yep, uh I, I want to uh I need these cards now because I don't want to miss out. And who knows what happened down the line. Hey, listen, you're right. That might have a lot to do with it. It's been, yeah, the, the dark days of winter where releases are not quite as frequent, although they do some pretty big releases during winter time. But yeah, this is the, the kind of dog days where 2022 is setting up and we're starting to get all the starting to, we'll have a steady run of new releases now right the way through summer. But yeah, right up, I guess, the, from December, if you're not interested in, prospect him with Bowman and you're not really too interested in flagship, um, then there's not too much out there for you. So yeah, if you have your uh, your money sitting around and you want to fill some holes in that collection, this is probably a, well, say a good time to do it, not unless you're collecting party cards, but uh, yeah, that's probably driving a bit of the a bit of the value as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I get it. I hate to once again bring up legendary internet windbag Vegas Dave, um, but then, you know, he was doing that or trying to do that with Derek Carr cards um, when Derek Carr was all that and a bag of potato chips and went to Vegas and whatever else. And, um, and of course, very famous to did it with the, the high-end Mike Trout rookies as well, uh, you know, picking up all the all the low number stuff so he can control the market. So, okay, like I understand that part of it. And if, you, if you've got the means and, and the where for all to do that, then you know, good luck to you. Uh, uh, like uh, I'm not going to hate on it because if I was in that position, I'd probably like, I'd probably do something like that myself if I could, um, but I can't. Uh, so I get it. You want to control the market. You want to push the price up on these things uh, to benefit your own collecting. Um, you, know, you know, I totally get it. Um, maybe it's just the punch in the hole in the cards things that's pissed me off about the whole thing. But uh, it's like it's like okay, that 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 just feels a bit like a. Oh, I'm I'm trying to be an artist or something. I don't know by by vandalizing art. I don't. Do you know what I mean? It's like it, it's. I can't think of the right words for it because my face hurts too much. But uh, it, it feels that that part of it feels unnecessary. It feels like a bit of an ego stroke. Like you know, try to be 
bigger than what it is. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Buy all the cards, put the price up. Right, fine. Good luck to you. But yeah, to to do this wanky shit on the site by punching a hole in it and oh yeah, do this on eBay and I'll send you something. Like fuck off, whatever. I'll send you a card. It's got a fucking hole in it. No, no, you can't, you can't get the cards. You toss the cards out. You can only buy the the. Oh, see, that's worse. <laughs> you can only buy the the little. Uh, so we won't call it a pog, but yeah, it's the little punched in area. Don't, don't call can't. it a pog, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, he would. Have oh spent look, hey, look, we're we're sitting talking about thousands, it. So he's doing something. Thousands on this. I can't even imagine. I mean, even at ten dollars a card, he's still looking at a thousand dollars. Still got a thousand bucks, yeah. But he's paying over all you say over a hundred bucks a card, probably. Yeah, at some point there, because everyone when it all kicked off, and like, is this guy in the group? Because he just paid forty dollars, and then it was sixty dollars, and then it went to a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, you know, I, I, he he's obviously a card dealer or seller because he does have an eBay shop and he does sell stuff there, but he's not selling any of those besides the tokens. Interesting, very interesting. Yeah, I said, well, uh, whatever, whatever the reason, look at us. We're sitting talking about it. What do we know? Um, uh, like I say, I, I guess this is, <laughs> this is this is art, I suppose, in a art in a nutshell. It fucking irritates me to the point of of distraction. You're obviously cool with it, so <laughs> do you know what I mean? it's like it's, it's like two sides of the same. It's, it's like this. This is I suppose this is what art is supposed to do. It's, it's supposed to. Uh, it's supposed to stimulate conversation and, and differing points of view and, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, look at this. Maybe this dude's fucking Picasso, and I just don't I don't get it. I'm not smart <laughs> enough to get it. Uh, that's probably what it is. I'm, ju- I'm just a dumbass and all this. But the same thing. Like, if I didn't have my cards coming with Mookie Betts cards, I would absolutely be freaking out going, shit, am I really going to have to pay 100 bucks for this Mookie Bet card that I missed out on that I knew I should have bought? <laughs> yeah, you know? well, I suppose. I, I, you know, I, I was already buying, and you know the guys that were you know buying with me. We so we we knew that it was there. Uh, you know, I've got one guy who, who missed out. I still said, look, I'll still give it to you for retail value, despite what the shenanigans going on. Because yeah, you've been a good you've been a, been a good buyer. Why why would I want to turn you off? And go no, that card's a hundred hundred bucks now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah. it's, it's the same thing. I mean, you know, it, it's you know, should have, would have, could have. So you know, everyone had the same chance to go buy those cards. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Five thousand people dead. It's not like it's not. This is a print run of like, right? Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm freaking annoyed enough. <laughs> I'm too grumpy. I'm too grumpy with my face pain right now. It's making me really irritable. So in I case you find some, some my, uh, was it <laughs> 1992 Fleer? I'm gonna start punching holes in it right there. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Yeah. Christ on a bike. Yeah, as I'm sure my wife will attest, the face pain is making me irritable. So let's move on before uh, before my face start. You'll see me start getting redder, like this, and then I'll just get angry. So, yeah, let's move on. All right, good luck to you, man on the internet who's punching holes in Mookie Betts cars. I don't understand so, you, but I respect you for. So I I I was waiting to see. Well, I'm gonna see if he wants to come on the show and do it anonymously, so we can actually. Oh like... fuck, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, make him watch this first. See if he wants to come on. I'm call them every name under the sun just because I'm dumb enough to <laughs> not. On. Yeah, like I say, that's my problem, right? That's not his problem. That's my problem. Like, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not smart enough to understand what's going on. So that's, that's fine. It'd be, it'd be fun. It'd be fun to have him on. We could, we could have an interesting chat. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, I, I think both sides of the topic of back and forth on this would be really interesting. So yeah, exactly. I, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not an asshole about things like that. If he makes me understand it, hey, he could turn me. You know, like right, right now, right now, I don't get it. But maybe if I got it, maybe if I understood it, then, then I'd be okay with it. But. 
His rug still is still awful. Go look at the, go look at the, go look at the video on Twitter because his rug's terrible. Anyway, right, moving, moving on from punching holes in physical cards to enjoying the collection of digital cards and top spun. So we speculated before we shut down for our little end of season break there. Uh, much speculation. The only thing we could really find to talk about on top spunt was oh, 2022 bunt might come out this week because it was getting a little bit dry. It was getting a little, I guess, like the physical collective world. It was getting a bit dry. It was getting a little bit stale towards the end of the season. Everyone was excited for for baseball coming when the when we came out of lockdown, lockout. Sorry, lockdown, something entirely different. When we came out of the lockout, uh, everyone was thirsty for 2022 bunt, and it's here. 2022 bunt is off and running. Uh, got off to a lukewarm start, I think you would agree. Oh gosh, I, 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 I've really enjoyed Bunt up to the last month. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like uh, now, we're both free to play players. Like we're not putting any money into this. So the last two drops have been specific, specifically aimed to people who put money into these. Like I, I can't remember what the first one was. And the last one is oh gosh, I can't remember. Um, hang, on, hang on, while I go back through all your whiny text messages about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, uh, when you're there's no base set to collect, so you're going for rare cards. So this one is what is it? I'm trying to think. What it's it was, it was not lo- uh, luminaries or something. Luminaries, yep. Ones. And this was. Yeah, this one's luminaries and reverence again. So reverence, you know, it, yeah. it's a one in twenty chance to get a rare card. So you're gonna spend ridiculous amounts, almost probably a million coins, just to actually get that set alone. So yeah. it's if you're a free to play player, it's not been nice to you. Um, just this, maybe they're waiting to opening day, and then you can start building the base set off that. There's obviously you know the series one, two, three, and four, five. Um, it's fine <laughs> if you like to craft a lot. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, you know in, that. Inter- so interesting you mentioned about crafting, right? So I'm with you. I'm to- I'm 100 with you on on some of the boxes that they've dropped recently, um, like the luminary set and and whatever else. Now the flashiest feat, and now I've been in our little text, our little text chat about um, the flashiest feat insert set, which was three cards per pack for I think two and a half thousand coins, which wasn't it's not great value, but it's not all that bad. Um, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, I really so flashiest feet is also a physical insert set in the series one flagship product. Cards look really cool in hand as well. Uh, just FYI, so the, that was like a seven card set I think of uncommons and the signatures are rare. I think I've got three the autographs, which I don't think I'm quite going to get the set finished because I think it finishes tonight actually. Uh, um, to so tomorrow. yeah, so things have things Wednesday. have been a little bit a little bit thin <clears> on the ground. Crafting, they've made changes to crafting this year. Have you noticed? Oh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah so well, I mean, like, well, I, we could be talking about different things because I've just gone into crafting and, and remembered that there's like a million different things you can craft now. But I guess the one that uh, the big really one. sticks out is the fact that, that to craft tier ones into tier two now takes five seconds rather than a minute. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're so when you're <laughs> That sounds incredibly boring, but when you're when you're in an event that says you need to craft twenty cards, man, that's much less of a pain in the ass than it was before. And yes. and also when we're sitting here in nine months' time and we've got seven thousand tier one cards because you get tier one cards with pretty much everything, it's there's going to be so much better just to craft them out into other things. And yeah, okay, so tier two still takes a minute and a half, and 
uh, tier three, I think it's five minutes, whatever. Five so minutes. those times have all stayed, yeah, those times have all stayed the same. But to cut the tier one down to five seconds, I'm all on board for that. I like that. I think that's a nice change. I think it is great. I think now I have a ton of tier two cards, so I'm not going to have 7,000 tier two cards from all the crap. <laughs> yeah, it's just the thing. It's moving up one level, right? But, but you know, uh, you know, for I think we've got a, it was a month long to go and craft other cards so you get the physical base cards. And not only that, you have to use 10 physical base cards to get one gold card if you want to do that. So, yeah. Uh -huh. So, here's like that's a guess is that's probably the biggest change, actually. But, um, yeah. So, so last year you had to craft three physical to get one gold rare. And that, at the time, I remember thinking, I don't know if I ever said it out loud, but I certainly thought it was like, hmm, that's not actually that much of an effort to get rare cards. And like quite a few people, because they were quite easy to do, I knew of quite a few people who were building those sets. And I wasn't interested in building the gold set because I knew I'd never get it done. So, and they made fantastic trades, trade fodder as well, just to trade rares when you're wanting to fill out holes in your sets. You could trade people golds and they were happy to take them. And they were easy to craft, but yeah, now ten physical cards. I mean, physical cards are hard enough to get the best of times. Like your the wheel is probably the easiest way to get physical cards outside of the event that's ongoing at the minute. Um, yeah, ten of them now to get a rare—that's a hell of an increase. That's you know to go from three to ten. Well, you can do maths, right? So I don't need to explain that to you. It's gonna be a slog. Like I said, I, you know, mm. we already know one guy in the, the month group that has actually done the physical set, and he said he's done, he's done the physical set. set. Yeah, Far and, right, and that's like, yeah, that's a, that's a craft. Like that, that's I, I'm not really working, <laughs> but I'm at work crafting away. Yeah, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of crafting that event or grinding that event, and that's probably some good trading as well. To be fair, um, so I, I think he did say there are bots out there that can do that for you. So. There's a chance he could have bought it. Of course there is. Of course there is. Yeah, I know. But you know, I, I, be honest. If if I could bought all the crafting, I would absolutely do it. Yeah. Hey, I I just got I just got used ten cards in crafting. So there you go. Yeah. So uh, that's the only way to do it. Like I, I'm. Uh, but you're right. The weekly sets have been great. I've been buying all the weekly sets before it's something to buy. But I, I'm, you know, I, you were saying about the the shoe cards. So it was basically. Going to cost you seventy thousand coins to collect that set because there were twenty five hundred mm. for a set. Yeah, it was one in ten, one in five pack. So one five, yeah. Little, so you know you could actually collect that at seventy thousand coins if you do the average. Yeah. So that's that's not bad. I have no problem with that. But when you're, it's a one in twenty rare. So you're looking at probably a five thousand dollar pack. You're looking at hundred thousand for one card. And there's a 12 card set you're looking over a million coins just to collect that set if you're just not trading and assuming you're yeah yeah that does not appeal to me like I, I you know if i was spending money sure no problem and i'm i'm almost tempted there's a, there's a guy who's doing this right now he's he, he spends 20 dollars a week on the latest thing that comes out and then kind of uh records it so you can see what he opens uh and i, I just figured out how i can record from my 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 screen which is fantastic um, oh look at you with your fancy uh, iphone you can I, do I your know. Card. Is, is, is that is that what you sent earlier on like for your star wars card was that a screen <laughs> sure was. Yeah. Yep. God, uh, did you no. you must have edited that up in in imovie then did you you no, 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 I just the... saw it on the phone. So you, you, uh, we'll talk off screen. You just we'll do talk, it on your yeah, phone. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, so, um, and then you, you record it, and then I just I edit it down so you hadn't seen it. Watch me. Oh, yeah, flip. so you did edit it. Yeah, you took the crap off the end. Yeah. It's very, yeah, so, I, I'm, I'm applauding your production standards, is what I'm doing. <laughs> considering, <laughs> considering it was just like a five second video of a, of a Star Wars card. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah. Well, there you go. So, so the, the, the flashiest seat thing, um, I've opened packs because I was doing the physical event. And it's like, go up, like you could like wait, open a mystery box or open 10 packs or something. So I would just go and do 10 packs of this. It was just a good excuse. Um, and, you know, for your cost-benefit ratio, you're getting some of the cost of spending two and a half grand per pack back because you're completing the event, right? So it doesn't actually cost you two and a half thousand per pack. It costs you more like two, I guess. I can't bother doing the maths on it. Um, so just from opening packs, I managed to complete the base set and get two of the signatures. So I've only got four of the signature cards to complete, and I've got one day and 19 hours to try and get the last four autograph cards. So either sit and open packs like a beast, or I'll probably just try and trade for them, I think. Um, opening day is out. There you go. New new tonight. Four cards per pack. 4,000 per pack. That's quite a lot. Uh, 30, um, 30 cards in the base set. That's not. That's pretty big, actually. It's pretty big. It's going to cost you a lot of money to get that set because, again, you're looking oh, yeah, at you're gar- yeah. 100, 120,000 right there. for. You're guaranteed pack. one per pack, though, so it's not too bad. You've only got 10 days to do it, though, so get cracking, everybody. It's two hours in. Um, so, yeah, four cars, 4,000 a pack, but you're guaranteed one in every pack, so that's not quite so bad, I suppose. I mean, you're going to get duplicates, obviously, but... Yeah, you're going to trade. Like I said, it's the same thing. Yeah, You can, you can always pick them up there. I, I've... I, I was doing the same thing in a couple things there. Where I just forgot the sets, and there's I know a few mm. guys that chase the the super rares like that there, and they're usually kind enough to go trade some uh, the, the dupes for cards they don't have, and it seems to work out fine for me. At least it, it works out fine my way. Like I don't know no, about their fine, way. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they, they yeah. fill their sets that they would eventually sell the, filled anyways. But for me, uh, I, get, yeah. I get the card I need. <laughs> Yeah, do it well. Hey, if they weren't happy, they wouldn't be accepting your trades, right? I've had quite a few trades rejected recently, which is slightly irritating. But uh, hey, it is what it is. Maybe I need to be more generous. But then I always send a message with my trades to be like, "Oh, I'm not really too sure what to offer. Like, if there's anything else that I have that you'd prefer, feel free to shoot me a counter offer. You know that kind of stuff." Yeah. Uh, but no, I just flat rejected. So I'm not feeling very loved at the moment. But <laughs> hey, it is what it is, right? As they say. Uh, so yeah, welcome back, Bunt, into into uh, into uh, season twenty twenty two, which is good. Um, I was a little bit scared that Bunt might be something that falls by the wayside with the whole fanatics thing. It wasn't really all the all all the talk is about obviously the physical cards and the move into NFTs and all that kind of thing. I mean, we still don't know how talks Bunt and might end up playing in the NFT world. We never know. Um, I was a little bit scared it might be one of the things that that just uh, was cast asunder as part of this whole fanatics buyout thing but it's nice to see it still kicking around um hopefully it stays because it is it, it is a lot so of fun there, there was a tweet it. saying that they are planning to keep it around oh god that's like the that's like the the manager of the football team getting the vote of confidence from the board <laughs> and then four games later he's on the unemployment pile but i'll be honest like you said you're only hiring a couple of developers to keep everything going and then you know the, the cards are already produced. It is photos. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, really. yeah. You know, it, it's a pure money maker for them. Oh uh, yeah, I think yeah we, we've kind of broken this down before, and with, with especially and same with the other ones that they've got as well. Because it's not obviously not just we talk about bunt, but we've mentioned Star Wars a couple of times tonight. So they have the Star Wars one. It's pretty huge. They have the Disney one as well. The Disney one is enormous. Like the amount of collectors on on the Disney ones are phenomenal, and like the. And collectors who've been doing it for a long time, like they're like they have collection scores in, in the like over half a million, like you know, for people's you know, and the collection score thing works very much the same way as 
as it does on top. So depending on how rare your card is, obviously it adds a certain value to your collection score. I think my collection score is only about 10,000 or something. And some folk that you're trying to trade with on Disney have got like a collect collector score of over 500,000. It's just impossible to trade with. But yeah, that app's been around a while and people are really committed to it. So yeah, hopefully they're, it was tops physical and digital that got bought over by Fanatics. So yeah, hopefully it stays around because like I say, it should be fairly fairly easy to run and fairly easy money for them. So that's a good way to, to show off some of their some of the stuff they've got licensed as well. Be, you know, um, the motion cards are cool. I like the motion cards. The motion cards are cool. And it's it's that step. You can only like Bunt's on I think I might have said this before, but Bunt's almost like a gateway drug in NFTs. You know, it, it's it, it's the weed if NFT is the heroin, right? If 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 the internet is to be believed, I don't buy that for one minute. I should clarify, but uh, yeah, it's like the it's it's the kind of gateway into the digital collecting in the world of NFTs. Um, I know we've not done very much NFT news this week, and it's already ten past our hour, but uh, so we'll save that for a future episode. But um, yeah, they make no secret of the fact that things are going more digital, and we did have an announcement just in the last couple of weeks about the next evolution of tops nfts for this year so we'll we'll make sure to talk about that next week um talk about it or moan so, about it <laughs> yeah let's moan about it <laughs> <laughs> you'll get yeah. it next week don't worry <laughs> we'll get it next week we'll get it next yeah. week right, we have one last thing in our editorial list to talk about and i can't believe we're going to close out the podcast by talking about well, yet we, another we can, save, we can save it for next week like i said it's not, not a huge deal no i, I, I want to get you it wanna, you want to get that taste in your mouth now <laughs> Oh, yeah, oh, you did the Will. I was going to do a Will Smith joke as well, and you kind of did a Will Smith joke. Uh, I didn't yeah. even mean to do a Will Smith joke. I was lining up the Will Smith joke. I was like, I don't want this guy's name in my mouth next week. Uh, yeah, but we, so uh, Logan Paul, I mean, <laughs> uh, who was this week, I think, or very recently presented with a world Guinness World Record for buying the world's most expensive Pokemon card. Uh, is that right? I think that's right. It is right. He was at WrestleMania and he deb- debuted. Uh, oh, is that big, what it was? Oh, I it thought was it was backstage at a boxing match. Oh my god, this gets yeah, better. So you tell the story. So, and, and he had a sixty-five thousand dollar diamond chain to go around. It is uh, the Guinness World Record for the most expensive Poké card. It is a one-of-one Pikachu Illustrator card, and only thirty-nine of those exist in the world. That's all that's ever been produced. Uh, and uh, it's the only PSA 10. Apparently, he had to, he spent almost a year negotiating with the guy and had to fly to Dubai to buy it from the guy there. So oh, I imagine me. he would have had to go with bags of cash because he'd be going, how do you declare $5 million to the card? So I, that's all I know about the card. There's, apparently, there's a video coming out later this month about it. I, I've never heard of this card, but then if there's only 39 ever produced, <laughs> and I'm not into Pokemon, so I oh don't know. I had so, no idea he was he was at WrestleMania. I'm just reading the Lad Bible story about this. Who'd have thought we would mention Lad Bible on this podcast? Oh, gosh, we have dropped down the TikTok oh, and Lad God. Bible. TikTok and Lad Bible. Look at us. How cool are we, man? I'm feeling like, <laughs> okay. oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, yeah, so he paid $5.275 million dollars. Um, for yeah, for where is it? Uh, Paul picked up the coveted PSA Grade Ten Pikachu Illustrator card in Dubai in July last year. Uh, in turn, breaking the record for the most expensive Pokemon trading card sold at a private sale after forking out a whopping five million two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars, or three million eight hundred sixty-two thousand four hundred twenty-four of your Great British groats. Uh, 
So yeah, there you go. So you stuck it on a necklace and wore it at WrestleMania. Of course, that's a follow-up to the last thing he did. So he did something similar. At his, but this is why I thought it was a boxing thing, because he did, he did a similar thing at his boxing match. Yep. Um, or maybe it was his brother that did it. I can't remember. One of the two dickheads did it um, and had like one of their Pokemon cards on a chain for one of their boxing matches. I think it might have been... The Charizard. Uh, it was the Charizard the card. Yeah. And I don't think it was Logan. It was his brother, uh, Jake. I think it was Jake that did that. When I can't fought. believe there's two of those Last, guys. <laughs> yeah, dude, I know. WrestleMania. Oh my God, he was at WrestleMania. I can't believe that. That's wild. <laughs> Does that mean there's going to be a Logan Paul WrestleMania card coming out? <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what? It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't honestly wouldn't surprise me if, if there was not a tops now. If it, oh, mind you, they don't, they don't have the license yet. Uh, but Panini do like a Panini Now type thing, so it, it, it wouldn't surprise me Yeah, if we get one. It's weird because oh, don't Tops UK do WWE living set or something yeah, like see, that. yeah so this is what confused me about this is what confused me when they announced about the wwe thing because i just assumed that tops with the license but they don't panini have the license for it but i don't uh, hang on i'm i'm on a popular card purchasing website at the moment oh my <laughs> so yeah, that, because, tabs that, open. because that was the thing because when the living set were coming out after we had interviewed our our, our buddy um oh shit, his name escapes me God damn it. Anyways, um Welcome to all guys remembering stuff. I know I, I, I was not prepared for this part of the show. I wasn't expecting to talk about WrestleMania and uh um and Top's living set. But yes, and somebody had asked is there a living set there? And, and I said, Well, maybe I don't know, but I knew it was only wrestling cards up there, which again surprised me. But yeah, what do I know? So Panini, so as yeah, as Panini. So 2022 Panini Prism WWE hobby boxes um, are on pre-order just now on blowout cards. Uh, Twelve packs per box, twelve cards in every pack, so 144 cards like that. Look at me, like Rachel Riley, um, for the princely sum of 950 bucks on pre-order. Jesus, 950 bucks for a hobby box of wrestling cards. Wow, two wrestling. autographs. Wrestling, yeah. Wrestling. <laughs> Excuse me. Two, two autographs for a box. A grand, a thousand bucks for wrestling cards. Wow, uh, I can't even name. Is the Rock still wrestling? Hulk <laughs> <laughs> Hogan is he still around? <laughs> yeah, Hulk Hogan. Oh my gosh, let's not talk about Hulk Hogan. We need to we need to be we need to be on our 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 We can't compare ourselves to crime and sports. Um, yeah, you should be you should be on crime and sports for Hulk Hogan, man. Uh, I, I know, I've read that, I've heard that one. Yeah, it was Jared yeah. Kelly who I was thinking about. Who was asking about? Ja, of course, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I, I knew it was. It's, 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 sorry, Jared, I completely blanked right now. So um, I know you watch. So oh, not be all that meth that he's sending you from his neighbors. <laughs> exactly, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and a big thanks to Jared because he did send us some cards. I need to get some quality mm. photos now that I have my stands that I've been waiting for for a long time. Oh, I can do that, and I need to post yours as well. And, yeah, uh, that was that was my highlight of our little off season was a little, the little care package 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 that we got from Jared. That was super cool. So yeah, I'll let you snap that up and stick it out on the socials. Yes, so we'll do that there. And yeah. uh, and, and another big shout to Josh Trout because he tweeted and said if you retweet the tweet, the top guys will 
Well, she be a shout on the show sometime. <laughs> There's your shout outs. I hope you're enjoying. <laughs> you got check out his cards. They're awesome. <laughs> no, is that, is, that, is that what we're doing now? We're pimping ourselves out for shout outs. I'm on board for that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you can retweet, retweet us and we'll shout you out. Are we gonna Are we gonna have to start a Patreon or something? Is that where this is going? Oh gosh, do we have time for a Patreon? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we've managed, we've managed to extend this into a feature-length episode for uh, for being our first one back. But it's good to be back. I'll be quite honest. Despite being in monumental amount of pain, I'm going to go and uh, take some more painkillers right after this. Um, yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, we should have an interesting season of baseball ahead. Season starts on day is this now Monday Thursday? Is that right? Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Th- three yeah. nights. Three nights to go. Can't wait. Two nights to go. So. Yeah, well, I wish everybody good baseball, um, and we'll be back, uh, as always, next Monday, 9 p.m. UK time, live all over the place, uh, with episode two of season episode two. two. And, and yeah. the great thing about next week, everyone will be done with the Wander, Wander Franco hype, and we'll all be about the Julio Rodriguez hype. Oh, yeah. J- J-Rod. Has, has, has J-Rod made the opening day roster? He's made the opening day roster. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Bobby Witt Jr. made the opening day roster for the Royals as well, which is interesting. Nice. So, yes, um, so I good. haven't researched this deep enough to figure out if this is because of the improved collective bargaining agreement that was signed and they're not playing service time games with these kids anymore. Uh, I'll perhaps need to look into that a little bit more. It's a bit of both. Uh, but, yeah, uh, the, a bit both, of both. Both okay. guys have played, on, played their way on the team, so... Good, good. It's good to see. It's good to see these kids coming up and not just being stuck down at AAA for three months so they don't have to get paid for another year, which isn't very fair. So that's good. We're, yeah, let the kids play, as they said a few seasons ago when people were complaining about bat tosses. Remember that? Oh, the halcyon days when all people had to complain about was the way a bat was ejected from the player's hands. All right. Awesome. Right. Let's enjoy opening weekend. Uh, and we'll be back next Monday, 9 p.m. UK. Um, this episode will 100% be available as a podcast from Wednesday because I have tomorrow set aside to do uh, to catch up on converting these into podcasts. So at the very least, this episode will be out and I will be catching up on the back catalogue from Series 1 as well. So lots of team talks to fill your ear holes uh, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. There'll be lots of us waffling shit. <laughs> exactly. Old guys trying yeah. to remember shit. Old, old guys remembering stuff lacrosse cards uh what other nonsense have we talked about tonight i can't even remember <laughs> pokemon cards pokemon uh, cards yeah, paddle or padel yes pickleball paddle pickleball <laughs> yeah all the old guy stuff tune in next week for a bunion weekly Ooh, uh, yes. <laughs> all right as always jason appreciate you being here thanks very much Hey, thanks very much, Dan Graham. It's a pleasure, and we'll see you guys next week. Indeed. Take care, everybody. Good night.